It's never too late. Those were the words of Arlene Frankel as she finally graduated college at the ripe young age of 85. Yes, 85 years old, and she just received her diploma. It's a heartfelt story of triumph. Arlene Frankel worked as a fundraiser for her local PBS in Florida. She retired at 79. Working to support her family meant she had to miss a lot of things. Her early life wasn't easy either. She wasn't able to finish school when she started at Boston University back in the 1950s due to financial struggles. But after she retired, she was finally able to hit the books. And wow, was she determined, working hard for five years graduating from Florida International University. Hardships affect some of us more than others, but there's something inspiring about grit and determination. Jesus could have given up too, but he stayed the course. It is finished. Salvation accomplished. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And on this Monday, we're starting a new series called Deep in My Heart. Music sends theology deep into the heart in a unique way. That's a line I read recently from my friend Tim Keller, and he's right. There's something so powerful about music that connects our minds with our hearts, and we see throughout human history, followers of the Lord have sung songs of praise to him as well as songs that remind us about who he is and what he has done. Well, on this program, over these next few minutes, I'm excited to have back with us a friend of mine who understands clearly this truth. A friend who has been singing songs and writing books and painting pictures and speaking around the world and pointing everyone to Jesus as she does this. I think of uh, hymns all the time. They provide the musical score for my life, Charles. They provide the, uh, the rhythm for all my days. And often my soul is very weary, but I will sing to myself to comfort myself, to strengthen myself in the Lord. That's Johnny Erickson Tata. I'm sure you recognized her voice. We've had her on many times on this program, and every time I am so blessed. And I think you will be too in these next minutes together. Johnny is going to share with us in a moment some of her favorite hymns and why they've been used by the Lord to help her through suffering and times when she's grown weary. Then after the program, I'd like to send you her just-released book called Songs of Suffering, 25 Hymns and Devotions for Weary Souls. It's a grand collection of hymns, photos, and devotionals that will encourage your heart right now to look to Jesus, whether you're in a season of suffering or not. Our number for after the program to call is 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN, or go online. Take a look at some of the samples from this hardback book, and you can make your gift there at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And now, let's open with a poignant hymn sung for us by Johnny Erickson Tata. Jesus, I am resting, resting, In the joy of what Thou art I am finding out the greatness Of Thy loving heart 
thy beauty fills my soul. For by thy transforming power, thou hast made me whole. Simply trusting thee, Lord Jesus, I behold thee as thou art. It's every need and surrounds me with its blessings. Thine is love indeed. I am resting. I with Johnny Erickson Tata, backed up by the Haven Quartet in the old Maranatha Music Studios. Jesus, I am resting, resting. A double word that's doubly important. I'm Charles Morris here on Haven Today, and with me a special friend that we just heard sing. Johnny Erickson Tata, it's been too long since we were together. It really has, but it's so good to be back with you, Charles. And all our listeners, and uh, thanks for opening up our time together with that favorite hymn of mine, Jesus, I Am Resting, Resting. I love it. And and I don't even know who wrote it, but the fact that they would include a double resting, uh, which is, of course, something that Scripture does sometimes, it's a good reminder where we need to be living our lives, resting, resting. It is. All week, we're going to be talking about weary souls and meditations on hymns that have spoken to you and need to speak to us today. How are you doing? How are you resting in the Lord these days? Thank you for asking that. And I will be quite honest with you, Charles. I am not resting very well these days because of my chronic pain. At night, I am often awake through the watches. And Charles, it used to create such anxiety in my heart, like, oh, I've got to get to sleep. I've got to get to sleep. But 
I don't know, maybe a couple of mm-hmm. years ago, I just prayed, Lord Jesus, I am going to rest in you, even though my eyes aren't closing and I'm not going to sleep here. So I, I began quoting out, well, not out loud, but in a whisper so as to not wake my husband, Ken. <laughs> I, I, I quote the stanzas of great hymns of the faith, like mm-hmm. this one that we just heard. It's a beautiful prayer. And I will tell Jesus in the middle of the night at 2 a.m., Jesus, I am resting, resting in the joy of who you are. I am finding out the greatness of your loving heart. Um, This is what I do, Charles. Uh, I find my rest in Scripture, obviously, but also in these incredible hymns, because each one, when you sing them, it's a way of imprinting good, solid Christian doctrine into your heart. And when Mm -hmm. you marry a melody to words that reflect Mm -hmm. Bible truth, Mm -hmm. I tell you what, you're better able to retain that truth, even if you don't sleep well. We have weary souls today. I mean, you know, we've gone through COVID. We've gone through so much since you and I were last together. And if there's anything that can speak to our hearts as well as our minds, it's the music of the church. It's these great hymns that have been given to us by saints before us. And I guess... I don't know how many times I've been around you and we end up singing a song, a hymn. And uh, that's just something that you have been doing for many years. Now. I do. I do. I I think of uh, hymns all the time. They provide the musical score for my life, Charles. They provide the, uh, the rhythm for all my days. Um, as I met, just mentioned, I deal with chronic pain, and often my soul is very weary but I will sing to myself to comfort myself, to strengthen myself in the Lord. Um, Be still, my soul, thy God doth undertake to guide the future as he has the past. Thy hope, thy confidence, let nothing shake. All now mysterious shall be plain at last. Be still, my soul, thy best, thy heavenly friend, through thorny ways leads to a joyful end. I need to remind my weary soul of that powerful truth. And uh, like Jeremiah chapter 32, what is it? uh, Somewhere around verse 40, God says, I will not turn away from doing good to my people. I want them to rejoice in me doing good for them. With all my heart and my soul, it says, I will do them good. And that's enough to encourage any weary soul, right? It it really is. And I'll tell you what I think we ought to do right now. We actually have you singing Be Still My Soul with, uh, I believe it's a piano accompaniment underneath. All right, <laughs> let, let's, let's just stop the interview for a minute. This is Johnny Erickson Tata singing a oh. hymn that means so much to her, and then we'll come back and talk to Johnny again. But let's, let's just appreciate music and the words of this hymn right now. Be still, my soul. For God is on your side Bear patiently The cross of grief or pain Leave to your God To order and provide Who through all change Still, 
Be Still My Soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started humming it as Johnny was singing it, but then she sang it for us uh, a little bit here on this Haven today. Let's go back over a little history here. You were a teenager. You were in a diving accident. You've been in a wheelchair for a lot of decades now. Well, that was 55 years ago that I took that inward pike dive, of a foolish dive off of a raft into shallow water. I did not pull out of the dive quickly enough. And as a result, my head crunched against the sandy bottom of that shallow water. It snapped my neck back and crushed my spinal cord, which has left me a quadriplegic. And I must say, it's also uh, impacted my lungs. I can't breathe Mm -hmm. as deeply as Mm -hmm. I used to, Mm -hmm. but that's okay. I get Mm -hmm. such comfort from the Lord Jesus. You know, and and I think when I talk about comfort from the Lord Jesus, I think comfort from him means that he makes us stronger to endure, that he puts courage in our hearts, that he enables us to pass through sorrow victoriously. That's the way Jesus comforts me. He just doesn't sit down beside his his weary ones and enter into the their experiences, you know, to sympathize with them. He does that, but he also makes them stronger to endure. And that's the comfort I've experienced these many years in my wheelchair. God has made me stronger to endure. He's helped me pass through my troubled times victoriously. But it's all because of the strength of his word mm. and uh, Bible promises and, of course, these ageless hymns that we're talking about today. Absolutely. And, of course, there there was back then, Billy Graham was still alive. He heard your story. There was a movie made. There was a book made on your life uh, and what had happened. You've gone through cancer, and I'll never forget, Johnny, maybe the second time we ever met and talked, we did an interview, and you said, I have now outlived the lifespan of a quadriplegic. That's right. (laughs) That's got to be at least 15 years ago that you told me that. Well, I'm, I'm not the oldest living quadriplegic, but I am one of the oldest living. Yes. And 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 yet the Lord has called you to a life of ministry. He led you to Ken. You have this most amazing husband, and as I've told you before, the only regret I have when I think of both of you is Ken's always wanted to take me fishing, and I've never been able to go fishing with him. But he loves to fish. The Lord brought you together, and and you've served together in ministry. Well. Maybe two weeks ago now, in my mailbox was a little package. I opened it up, and there was a copy of your new book. We have it for listeners. We'll tell people about it, how they can get it in a few minutes. But uh, the title you chose was Songs of Suffering, 25 Hymns and Devotions for Weary Souls. And yes, as I've been reading this new book, I'm reading Joy and Hope. I'm not reading, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Oh, I'm so very weary. I don't know how I'm going to make it through the next day. That is not what's coming through in this new book. Tell us about how you decided to write this. Well, um, 
again, I love hymns so much. And uh, there are certain hymns that console us. Oh, love that will not let me go. I rest my weary soul in thee. Okay, and then there are others that provide strength. Their words are directed to God, not to us. Hymns like um, immortal, invisible, God only wise. And then there are other hymns that focus on our hope, that glorious time when all sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Uh, one of my favorite hymns about that kind of hope is um, face to face with Christ my Savior. Face to face, what will it be? And, and to me, Charles, uh, going from comfort to strength to hope, that's the rhythm of my walk with Christ. It's a it's a natural flow from despair and depression to faith and victory. So in this book, I selected a variety of hymns, uh, some whose words are directed to us personally, um, others specifically to God. But it's my hope that people will read this book and they'll join me in memorizing these incredible hymns mm. because the stanzas provide such wealthy language for good, solid praise and intercession, confession, petition, a travailing, supplicating. So um, thank you for mentioning the book Songs of Suffering, and I'm very excited about its ministry, especially to those who feel weary. Well, we got it in our office. It arrived last week uh, from your publisher, and uh, it was interesting that when we got it in, a few of the younger people in our office saw it. Uh, can I buy a copy before we get it on the air? I mean, it was really <laughs> great. <laughs> and and we were so happy uh, that we could share that with members of our team. And we've got it for people. And like I said, we'll tell people how to get it in a little while, in just a minute. Johnny, one of the things you do in your new book is you offer a hymn. You even include the notes to the hymn. And all the stanzas to the hymn, but then you write about that hymn as well. Do you mind just sharing one of those hymns with us, and, and what's the devotion? What are okay. you pulling out of that hymn? Well, the hymn I'm going to choose is Immortal, Invisible, God Only Wise. And let me share this brief story, because I remember in 1958, I was a restless, adventurous nine-year-old sailing with my mother and grandmother on a steam liner to Bermuda, and the first morning we woke up to threatening gray skies off the coast of the Carolinas. A bitter wind came up and spitting rain kept most of the passengers indoors. Some strolled the ship's galleries rather than brave a brisk walk on the promenade deck, and my mother gathered me and my grandmother into an auditorium to watch a slide presentation about ocean currents and trade winds. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself as I'm in this dark, stuffy room, <laughs> with the click-clicking of the projector, why don't we learn about ocean currents outside? Why are we inside this stuffy room? Why aren't we out on the deck holding onto the railing with our faces to the wind and spray? Why experience the ocean secondhand? Well, after the slideshow and in the late afternoon, my mother conceded to my pleadings to take me outside. We bundled up. We stepped through the doors. A windy blast flattened our hair. And we made a dash for the railing, and for the next few minutes, we held fast to the rail, awestruck mm. by the thunderous beauty of the ocean. This was danger. This was adventure. And the highlight of the whole trip, it was better than Bermuda. <laughs> and, oh, friends, our worship of God should be like that. When it comes to worship, 
The Spirit longs to ignite a passionate response in us, just like the child who stands facing the storm, eyes stinging, voice straining, saying, this is awesome. (laughs) So Mm. to jar us out of our spiritual sleep, God will wake us up with ice-cold splashes of suffering in the face. And then I go on to talk a little bit about how we can worship the Lord with awesomeness and passion in the middle of our suffering. Isn't that a great story from back in 1958? It's great. And when I want to worship God's awesomeness, I sing, um, Immortal, invisible, God only wise, in light inaccessible, hid from our eyes, most gracious, most glorious, the ancient of days, almighty, victorious, thy great name we praise. And that's a hymn that'll ignite your passion. You don't need a pipe organ underneath to sing that hymn either, do you, Johnny? (laughs) I feel like we've had a revival camp meeting on Haven today. (laughs) All right, lead us in prayer, Johnny, and then we'll hear you sing a little bit from that hymn. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you that you give us songs in the night, as you tell us in Job chapter 35. Um, We thank you that in Psalm 149... um, We are told that your faithful people can rejoice in the honor of knowing you and sing for joy on their beds. Lord Jesus, there are a lot of us that are very weary today. We're struggling with pain, deep disappointments. But Father, these things need not overcome us. Faith in you is our victory. So help us to appropriate the grace that you give. May we have faith to hold fast to you, Jesus, through the toughest of times. May we not um, disparage our weaknesses, but rejoice in them, even boast in them, because they push us deeper into your arms, into your heart. So let us not uh, fault you for suffering. No, 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 Jesus. Our suffering is what you use to to give us a deeper appreciation of what you, Lord Jesus, went through on our behalf. Encourage my friends listening, Charles's friends, strengthen us by what we've shared today, and may we go forth from here with faith in you as our victory. Amen. Johnny Erickson Tata, thank you for blessing me. Thank you for blessing all of our listeners. Thank you for the Lord using you to strengthen our faith today. Oh, Charles, and thank you for having me on and, of course, talking about my new book, Songs of Suffering. I'm I'm pretty excited about it, as you can tell. Immortal, invisible, God only wise, in light, inaccessible, hid from our eyes, most blessed, most glorious, the ancient of days, almighty, victorious, thy great name we praise. Well, Johnny Erickson Tata, nothing but a breath of fresh air to my soul, and I'm sure you can say the same. And as you just heard her tell us, it's been 55 years now since her accident that left her a quadriplegic. But you would never guess that by talking with her, her love for Christ, the joy that abounds in her life. It's infectious. And I'm so thankful that she had time to share part of her secret with you and me today. Singing songs by the day, singing songs by the night, 
helping her throughout the darkest moments of suffering that she still faces today. And in her new book, she wants to share this secret with you. It's called Songs of Suffering, 25 Hymns and Devotions for Weary Souls. These are personal hymns, personal devotions, like the one we just heard her read. In many ways, Johnny is kind of acting like a song leader, guiding us through pain and weariness towards heartfelt praises to God. So many in our office have started reading this new book and are being blessed by it already. I want you to be blessed and to have this tool of refreshment here in these dog days of summer. This brand new hardback is filled with beautiful photography, really nice devotionals that Johnny wrote, as well as music and lyrics for each of the 25 hymns. It's yours for your gift to the ministry. You just need to call us right now at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN, or go online, take a look at samples from the book and a special video we shot with Johnny. Our web address is haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And if you listened to our program last time and you still want to support our Spanish radio ministry into Cuba and the rest of the Spanish-speaking world called El Faro de Redención, you could still give online or when you call, just mention Cuba. We're so grateful for so many who have contacted us and helped us towards our goal. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again next time when again together we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Were you a story hog when you were young? You know the type, the kid who always responded to a bedtime story with just one more. They'll just one more time you until Christmas, if you let them. But all of us can probably understand the reasoning. If mom or dad keep telling stories, then they don't leave and the light doesn't go off. Loneliness and darkness can be scary. What if your parents aren't there in the morning when you wake up? We outgrow bedtime stories, but we never outgrow the fear of being abandoned. Thankfully, our God will never abandon us. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Get Anchor Devotional in print monthly. Visit getanchor.com.